Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, Monday? Too much dip. Number 14, my name is Dave. I'll be hosting today. We've got a lot to get to. Joining me on this journey through sports, it's Dylan. Dylan Chivery. Hey, Dave. It's been, it was a nice, relaxing weekend, uh, during which I didn't have to watch e- either of my teams play football, so it was nice. There is a game tonight, however. So your team did not win nor lose my team, the big game. Uh, in, in A, as they say. Not applicable. Okay. Didn't have to watch any. Uh, my teams didn't play, so it was fine. Stress-free. Good weekend. I like Glad that. Glad to be here to talk about sports. Though. Hey, Michael Weiner's here. Hi, Micah. Hi, Dave. What do you got? Call me Starbucks, because every female fine-ass babe, bubble butt babe, wants what I'm giving. Also serving butt cheek clappuccinos. Okay. <laughs> butt cheek clappuccinos. Clappuccino, hey. he needs to trademark that. Objectively great. There's no, there is no, no standard in which that is not funny. I'm also gone off that boom and loud. It's great to be here on Monday morning or Monday afternoon, as it were. How are you going to top that, KJ? KJ's here. I'm back. You know, we had a one-week suspension. We spent that time reflecting, uh, you know, both on life, our health, everything in between. And the people need to know, I'm bringing that fucking heat today. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Do you want to disclose why you were gone? Earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I just waltzed in here all cheery and happy. Dylan's like, hey, your fucking quarterback's terrible. That's not what I said. Noodle arm little bitch. You did he call him noodle arm. Sorry to say. I mean, the rest of it sounds pretty accurate. He's putting up numbers, though. Number Let three me... passing offense in the country? What did you do to get suspended last week? I can't remember. Uh, I dropped my uh, young baby off at a daycare a couple weeks prior. And, oh, yeah. uh said baby got a cold and passed it on to his father. So uh, I'm not trying to bring those germs down here. That's very not, nice not, of you. On these uncertain times. You know, there is an ongoing global pandemic, Micah. So I've heard. It's ongoing. You think Cole Campbell's having a slam dimmick? Okay. This is this is good. This is good. Bang! Just serving up <laughs> clappuccinos, man. I, mean, I didn't know if you could top Micah. I don't know if you topped him, but you definitely are competing. No, that was good. We, I mean, a clappuccino, <laughs> a butt cheek clappuccino. To be but specific. why he didn't have to? God damn it! I might uh, send a little message to my SO and be like, hey. Swing through uh, Starbucks. Better have that clappuccino. I don't know if if it's something you're giving, receiving. I believe you're you're presenting the clappuccino. (laughs) Hey, we should uh, to a lucky baddie. We should we should um, we should do like whoever like picked the the least amount of games correctly. Whoever did Mm. the worst. Hey, I'm all in for this. Test that text their sig of uh, with the clappuccino thing, like live on air. And see if there's a response. That's that's a good bit. I, I think uh, I think I'm in for that. <laughs> as long as we're going with season records and not this week records. Yeah, I don't want to look. I haven't even looked. I, it's it's not going great. Do we have a better week? Uh, yeah. You know what? For as bad as last week was, I think the people deserve an update on a Monday. For those who don't know, what we're talking about each week. You can find us on Thursday night. 
6 Central, 6.30 Central, when do we kick that off? 6.30. CST. C- CST. Uh, there's actually a Thursday night football game this week. And so. there's a Thursday night football game. Oh, but on that uh, on that live stream, you can find us at Wash Media's YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Wash Media. <laughs> I messed that up also. Even better, but we'll pick the games for that weekend. Uh, if you're not aware, things have been going okay for some, a lot better for others. In this past week, uh, I will say Micah brought the Fuego picks. Uh, finished off the weekend portion of the picks with, let's see, one, two, three, four, six, and two, and hit his big boy stack. Dylan also mm. improved four and four, broke even, but you hit your big boy stack, and Let's that go. is major. Let's go. David, yeah, I did also not. four and four, did not hit that big boy stack. Texas State lets you down. Dude, they're all- – I'm just go ahead. And, you know, call me Mocha Clappuccino because I was bringing it up the rear this week. Oh, my God. Oh, that's <laughs> disturbing. His, his followers. That's disturbing. We're not, not going to call you Mocha Clappuccino. <laughs> Some people are saying We're just it. not. Two and six did not hit my big boy stack. The entire state of Massachusetts let me down. UMass, you had one shot, one opportunity, and you got blanked 41 nothing. And they were Mom giving spaghetti. you 31 points. It was so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, check our picks out. Uh, overall in the year, we're surprisingly not that bad. We're not off of uh, 500. Wait. So UMass is playing one game. One game. They didn't score a point. No. <laughs> is that arguably the worst season of all time of any sport team? If you, Outside of uh, like, a, like, one, like a team that died in a crash or something. Oh, God. I'm just saying like that would objectively be worse. <laughs> Agreed. Marshall may have something to say about how oh, bad of a season oh, this is. Man, I forgot KJ. about that. So, Shit. man, we're doing that. I was thinking like a. Oh, damn it! Man, oh, Mocha Clappuccino is hot today. <laughs> Fuego. Are you more upset if you're the players who practice like two weeks for this one game, or the band who's been like anxious to play the fight song, and they may have played it half a time that day? And the band's been like, like practicing in the parking lot, oh, just burning up. The worst. Oh no. Hmm. I'm going to call you M-Clap. <laughs> Mo- M.Clap. Mo-Claps. <laughs> hey, follow Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. And then Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. There you will find social media content <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, I won't share the news that our intern accidentally texted me earlier, but... Oh man! I will be giving him the keys to the uh, to the IG and Twitter today if he reminds me. Also, subscribe, leave a review. As KJ mentioned earlier, we have the live stream Thursday, six thirty CST. Watch YouTube.com slash Watch Media. I'm just I'm terrible. We'll get a redirect in there one day. I'm sorry. But you also yeah. get the audio of that on this feed. Oh yeah. After we finish recording, if you can't make the live stream. If you can't make the live stream, it's available wherever podcasts are sold. Let's do some uh National Football League. Turn it up. What a weekend. I got to actually enjoy the, um other teams cuz as Dylan mentioned earlier, no no Cowboys. We played a night. Oh, Monday night. We played a night. Are you ready for some football? See, uh, see, I almost said in CST in Central Texas, we were given uh, Texans Titans. Or I'm sorry, Texans uh, Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched all of that, and let me tell you, no, 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 no. Titans played Texans, the Texans. Texans Titans. Yeah. Titans. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. watched all that. A great game too. Um, 
I was looking for some hacked, like uh, some dark web streams to find some other games. It just didn't it didn't go well for me. My viewing experience. Mm. I wouldn't hit golf balls at some point, but um, yeah, we had a lot going on. That overtime game, Romeo Cornell's getting killed by some. Others are defending him. I don't know if y'all want to start there. Yeah, we might as well. Uh, the Titans are now five and zero. Yep. Tannehill the, is good. Good. Yeah. Texans had a chance. To, Texans score a touchdown. Uh, with the touchdown, go up seven. They decide to go for two to make it a two-possession game to basically put the game away. Mm-hmm. Predictably, they fail. Also, predictably, the Titans go down the field, score a touchdown with four seconds left, kick the extra point, go to overtime, win the coin toss, go score a touchdown. Texans lose. I agree with going for two there in every single opportunity. Because, again, the other team's not going to go for two to win. They're not going to risk winning or losing lest you have uh, on the other sideline Ron Rivera. But but that would have put him up nine. Right. So it would it would have ended the game. Exactly. So you're ending the game there. My only thing is you kick it, you go up eight, then you're making them basically score two touchdowns. I know the latter would be a, a two-point conversion. Right. But which seems more difficult. I don't know. I like I like my coach, as you've heard me talk about McCarthy. I love a, a coach that goes for it, that's aggressive, but I just don't know about it there. Convince I, me. I think your worst scenario there is that you're going to end up in a tie. You know, the problem is that you gave up the touchdown and then you gave up the drive in overtime. Like, you had two different opportunities to make up for not getting a two-yard play. I think that risk-reward is, you know, hefty enough for me to go with. Can I give, um, can I give my game ball to Ryan Tannehill for um, not clocking it? With four seconds left and essentially winning the game or AJ tying Brown. the game there. That was sick. I, lo- I love when quarterbacks do that because it, it, I, I feel like it catches a defense off guard. Yeah, it's essentially, I mean, a quick fade like that's a quick, essentially clocking it, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you're, you only have time for two more snaps. That's right. one of them. Either you clock it or you just do a quick pass play. You got to get off quickly, of course, but um, I also like the play call. Derrick Henry, best running back in football? Jeez. He's a monster. Hard to argue. He just has these games every now and then where he's just absolutely unstoppable, and this is one of them. We had, how many 90-plus yard runs does this dude have in his career at this point? Uh, they put up a stat since 2018 or 2017. There have been six in the NFL, and he has three of them. Okay. So I don't know if that's, I guess, his rookie year, but yeah, he had I know one of them was against the Jaguars with an equally vicious stiff arm that he one had last week. One was 99, I believe. Mm-hmm. This one was 96, I think, something it's, like that. 94, maybe? Um, the Texans. <laughs> so, they're 1-5. and five. Their division is significantly improved. They're done. They stink. The good news is that they don't have two either of their first two uh, <laughs> oh my God. first and second round draft picks this next year. I always forget that. I, so, they can't, like, tank for, you know... It's it's bad. We always we always talk about, or at least I always talk about how miserable it must be to be a Texans fan, and every every week it seems to get worse because you have a star quarterback which they've never had in franchise Sean history. Sean Watson is really freaking good, and it's great. And they're wasting his career with this team, and they're they're just terrible. I, you feel you almost feel bad. Uh, I hate to disagree with KJ. I, it's different franchises. I would have certainly right. have kicked the extra point there. <laughs> oh. Um, because in that case, you have to have three things go wrong for you to lose the game. They have to go drive the field. They have to get a two-point conversion. They have to beat you in overtime. That's three things. 
Whereas if you fail and there's a 50-50 chance you're going to fail on that two-point conversion, there's only two things. And then, of course, those two things happen. <laughs> uh, they just stank. And I, I, I would feel bad for them, but I don't really. I, I will say shout out to Romeo Cornell. Like before last week, you're, you're picking before his first game last week when they got a win, you're picking them to be completely blown out in every single game. And nobody expected anything of them. Picks up a win last week. Very easily, you know, conceivably, I shouldn't say easily, very conceivably could have won this game. And then you're talking about, okay, how bad is Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell's 2-0, and like at 72 or 73 years old? Like, I think he's 75. Oh, jeez. Because he high-risk category of, of Their sorts. win last week was he became the oldest coach in NFL history to get a mm-hmm. win. So I, 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 I think he deserves a little credit, but – you know, I, I, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, I bet you're an Astros fan, and you probably were feeling like, okay, whatever, it's baseball season. I'm not worried about the Texans. But now you think about their franchise. You've essentially, Dusty Baker's not a long-term manager for the Astros. Uh, you really don't have a coach or a GM with the Rockets. You don't have a coach or a GM for the Texans. And I'm enjoying every single bit of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's going to apologize to absolutely nobody. No. Yeah. I do feel bad. As someone who's a Cowboy fan, um, I can relate to their struggles um, from a GM standpoint. Like, the the stuff that we, no matter how much we bitch about, like, we can't get changed. So, like, as a Cowboy fan, it's like, Jerry owns the team. Jerry's going to make the personnel calls. He's the, the GM or whatever. And that's always been frustrating. That's been the knock on him forever. And the Texans, not only did they get a guy, a head coach in who underperformed, uh, they made him a GM. He sabotaged the future of their franchise, um, as we alluded to, no draft picks, and they got rid of their franchise receiver, arguably the one or two best receiver in the in the league, for a running back uh, who is uh, injury prone and older. I I don't know. It's it's and I think they have it worse. Bill O'Brien also generally just unlikable. Yeah, just a miserable guy. He just seems yeah. he just stinks to. He's a to football root for terrorist, man. Yeah. Well. He's unemployed. Well, Brian said they got rid of him. So yeah, that's, that's I mean, true. It's the yeah, best thing that's they happened get to this find year. Find a new coach now. Speaking of that's coaching, in that, speaking of coaching in that game, though, we should talk about Mike Ver- Mark Mike Ve- Vrabel. Vrabel nailed it. Mike he, Vrabel. He needs another uh, vowel in that name, but it's unstable. He pulled the intentional penalty card. The guy who this sp- week who spent some time around Bill Belichick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where he ran a twelfth player onto the field to take a five-yard penalty, which would allow the Texans to get a first down, but it stopped the clock. Saved them 40 saving seconds them 30 of game 40 time. seconds, yeah. yeah. That's savvy. And the funniest thing that happened is that uh, Rick, Rich Gannon is the color analyst on this game, Gannon. and apparently Rabel did the exact same thing two years ago in a game that uh, Rich Gannon was the color analyst on, and both times he got it totally wrong. Because, how oh, many, this is how a many, huge, this is an inexplicable, inexplainable mistake. But how many mistake. people like, will pick up on that as it's happening in real time? That's tough. It's a challenge. And props to Vrabel to make a, that call and to have like the presence of mind to make that call and knowing the situation that well, um, most people can't do that. Second-year coach, right? I think it's his third year. Third year? That's Well, and you can also see he had a player on the field who was like, what are we doing? And Vrabel pulls his mask on and goes, we're taking it on purpose to stop the clock. Now, do you think a Tony Romo or an Aikman, if they were calling the game or doing color commentary for the game, do you think they pick up on it? 
Or, or who, who could have? Any, anybody? Uh, I think you might have had an opportunity with with Collinsworth, with Romo or Collinsworth, because they have that extra spotter in the booth, who would have said like they're with the rules official, the the top, the A team, right? Where yeah, maybe they would have said this is smart because they're doing yeah. it. But I don't know if any just play, former player would have figured it out. It's just in. it's just funny that it's no, I, I get the it. Gannon said the exact same thing. With the exact same scenario against the same coach two years earlier. Sterator, I should correct myself there. Testator and Sterator, I get them mixed up all the time. That's okay. He called the Lomachenko fight this yeah. weekend. Yeah, Joe mm-hmm. Um And honestly, he should he's a lot better at, at uh, doing fights than he has football, I'll say it. Amazing what happens when Booker's not uh, saddling <laughs> it down. Oh, man. Poor Booger. Uh, Tampa absolutely dismantled Green Bay after being down 10-0. That was uh, unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, um, still without Fournette. They're really good, or they were yesterday. I don't. I, I don't Their defense is legit. Defense is really good. Offense is weird. Mike Evans had like one catch. Yeah. He's still banged up. I yeah, don't Brady think they were trying to get the ball to him at all. Less than 150 yards passing yesterday, I think. What I will say is scary is it looked like Gronk is uh, fine. That chain's catching. Dude, Brady made some throws. And yeah, Bronk, Gronk uh, is absolutely gone off the CBD. <laughs> he's still not. He's he looks like a robot out there. Like yeah. he looks. He is like a. This is disrespectful, but he is like a Witten Plus right now. He is not that much better than Witten <laughs> as far as turning up field. Now he uh, he's obviously a better athlete, but it, it was weird seeing it. I was kind of happy for him. It's Gronk. Everybody likes Gronk, right? I don't know if you guys saw this or not. It's getting a lot of pub on ESPN today, but. After the game, Tom Brady shook hands with a rookie uh, for the Packers named John Runyon. That's because he played with his dad at Michigan Whoa! in college. Wow. <laughs> Pretty crazy. And you know who his great-grandpa That's how long this dude's been in the league. You know who his great-grandpa is? Paul Runyon, the lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. Was, that was my next line. You just stole it from me. Well, you <laughs> got <laughs> cucked. You got Joe cucked, baby. More than 20 years ago, played with his dad. That's wild. I think uh, Antoine Winfield's son is also on the Bucks, but I don't. I, I, Brady didn't play with Antoine Winfield. He played against him at some point, but yeah, that uh, that would be a little disturbing. Yeah, like man, I've been around a long ass time. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, Green Bay. I, I'm not really worried about them. As somebody pointed out on Twitter, I guess it was Bob. Bob Sturm. Sturmin. When they lose, they get drilled. Yeah, they'll be fine. They still have a hot young coach. They do. What else? Oh, Ravens Eagles. Eagles made it a game. Dude, the Eagles don't have a team. Like they are in the hurt locker. What's wrong with Carson Wentz? Is he just not good? He has at no all? line. He has no line. He's is that losing, all there is his to weapons it? are falling like left and right. And I mean, yeah, he I don't think he's particularly good. I really have never been a big Wentz guy, but he got paid like he was very good. Oh, he got paid. He got paid. It's it's certainly one of those things like when you have a first round draft pick or first you know pick overall go to Cleveland and it's like well okay how good or bad were they because the team around them is terrible the team Fair. around him was very good Fair. and now they're terrible like they've got that rugby player playing left tackle a backup right tackle you know sound familiar uh, and then see what happens to your quarterback when you've got all these problems but uh, you've got Alshon Jeffrey out. Uh, you've got Zach Ertz, who's now out for three to four weeks. You've got Dallas Goddard, who's out for the season, I believe. Like They are just beat to absolute hell. That offensive line is a mess. It's been a mess all season. Uh, yeah. 
They made it competitive, Dude, though. They, they did. Very competitive. They just, I really think they're well coached. I, I 100% they just agree. seem to get, they keep every game close, and they're just doing with smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, uh, but they stink. They're they're not any good. So right. they're now 1-3-1, and one, right? Or 1-2-1. and one. Either way. I think they're 1-3-1. Yeah. Either way, this, the NFC East is very likely at best to be an 8-8 eight and eight winner. Like, Seven and nine might win you the division. Actually, probably does. It may get you in the playoffs one way or the other. Six and ten may get you there too. Oh my god! But that's it's happened so in the past. I know it has. It. I just I, I'm trying to think like because nobody trusts New York or uh, the team from Washington to mm-hmm. like put on a run. No. You know what's funny? Washington uh, loses by a point yesterday, and if they get the two point conversion, they would be in first place today. Mm-hmm. As bad as that team is. So they had oh, uh, it was nineteen twenty on the goal line, like I said, went for two. Very easily could have gone to overtime, and probably, I mean, they were playing well enough to to pull it out in overtime. But I think Ron Rivera was just like, you know what, we're we're going for it. I've got faith in my team, and it was a terribly run play. I mean, the Eagles had a bad goal line uh, two point conversion too. Um, a lot of those decisions yesterday. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on tonight's games? Because I feel like everything else up until then was kind of bad. Um, I did want to point out how bad the Browns looked, and Baker particularly. Oh, I guess I should own up to that, too. What'd yeah. you say? You all picked the Steelers. Oh, yeah. I rode with uh, Northeast Ohio, where nothing is given. I mean, they've been playing well, so. That I wasn't even it. a part of it. I just, uh, you know. I didn't realize how good Pittsburgh was. Pittsburgh looks looks good. Did Claypool go off again? He did yes. get in the end zone again. Yeah, um, he was in his bag. That dude is cold. I think he's legitimate. The Browns uh, had a a perfectly reasonable, well, not reasonable, but perfectly, uh, you know, not what's I would say expected, the opposite of unexpected meltdown Mm. uh, with OBJ on the sideline yesterday, throwing a panic where they, you know, throwing his gloves and his helmet and everything else. Uh, they're falling apart, as we always, knew they would. Why is it always a wide receiver position that does that? It, it, I don't Tom know. Brady. I mean, he's he's or a bozo, <laughs> but it's also the Browns are just they're just a bunch of choking dogs. They get a little adversity and they're going to fall apart, and they showed it on Sunday. Uh, the advanced stats for Baker Mayfield from his uh, rookie year to this season are not good. Not not they're good. in the in steady decline. Uh, I guess he got hurt a little bit yesterday, but some people were kind of like. Or did he just get benched? Was it one of those deals where he was hurt going into the game? Though, right? Yeah, he had a was it a rib issue or mm-hmm. something lingering? But dude, yeah, the the stats on him, it just I'm worried about it because I've I have a weird relationship with him. It's almost like my Brooks Kepka thing, where like I do acknowledge this man is a douche, but I kind of pull for him. I I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I know you don't. I get it. No, nope. probably. Most, <laughs> I don't know, but they're not good. Their run game wasn't there. Kareem Hunt had 40 yards. They're not going to win a game when their run game's non-existent because I don't think they're trying to have the Baker Mayfield show highlight it. So. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Pittsburgh. I got it wrong. I'll say that much. That's okay. And we should give Randy just a little bit of credit here. The oh, Bears yeah, the are 5-1. Yeah. and one. They still stink, though. He's, got a, he's reminding us with his T-shirt, too. He's real proud of himself. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs and – they're going to go out in the first round? <laughs> I, uh, I mean, ex- about right. mark this down, Randy. You can expose me in, in a couple months when I'm wrong. But, yeah, I don't know. we got two games tonight. 
Chiefs, uh, Chiefs at four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four o'clock kick. That's unstable. Chiefs-Buffalo. After Buffalo got ran through last week. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Chiefs lost two, though. Yep. Both teams coming off losses. Close loss to the Raiders, which was you know somewhat respectable. but Man, 2 uh, p.m. Pacific kick. That's wild. That's a beating. Yeah. For a Monday. Uh, and then we got Cowboys-Cardinals. Okay. Let's go ahead and make our picks for Casey Buffalo. I, I, I really – I, I could go either way, which blah blah blah. Generic. Line is line is Chiefs minus five and a half on the road here. I like Buffalo plus five and a half. Mark it. David. Uh give me the Chiefs. Chiefs uh they bounce back in a big way. I'll take KC as well. I will stick with Pat Mahomes. It's on the road in Buffalo. I don't think it's cold enough to matter at this point, but uh I, I just feel like consistency. Great question. I don't, I don't think the state of New York is yeah, having that's fans. Good point. I, I don't but think I, it'll I could be wrong. Because of the ongoing global pandemic. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, Cowboys getting one at home. Is it a home game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. At Cowboys Stadium, as someone wrote here, Kyler, uh, oh, yeah. 6-0 as a starter inside that stadium. Three state championships in high school. A at win Allen. for Oklahoma in, in a bowl game, I think, or maybe. Big maybe, 12 championship. Oh, Big 12 championship. Texas. And they did they beat the Cowboys last year in Arlington? Is that possible? He's seven and zero is in total six and zero as a starter. So uh, I don't think they would have played the Cowboys last year just out of rank. Yeah, no, no, we have not seen Cowboys. probably at least two of those are from college. I would think. I guess there's two of them. Yeah. Oh no, no, A and M as a backup. Oh yeah, okay. That's th- yeah. absolutely correct. Um, funny thing is, there will be fewer people in stands than like half of what his high school stadium would have uh, held. Yeah, his Allen High School holds like fifty thousand or something. The Allen High School Stadium is, I think we've definitely talked about yeah. it before at some point. Oh my gosh, was it was Allen that it was a sixty million dollar stadium, but didn't it like, got uh, cracks in it? Like, yeah, it was fucked up, and they had to a year and a half after. Yeah. yeah, had a foundational issue, but they got that corrected. McKinney High School or McKinney ISD has an incredible stadium too. But nevertheless, Kyler coming for the first time. Uh, wow, Kyler coming to Cowboys Stadium for the first yeah. time. You have to think he's done that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to think so. Coming to Cowboys Stadium for the first time as a Cardinal, I'm picking Kyler. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a problem for the Cowboys pass defense. Uh, yeah, I I really worry about as um, as plays break down and he just kind of ad-libs yeah. and watching Jalen try to chase him around, it just really gives me uh, a lot of pause. I do you get LVE back? Too soon? I mean, like he just broke his collarbone like week one. He's already back? <laughs> the dude is already injury prone. I don't, uh. Did you make your pick? You, you're taking no, Arizona? No, I'm going to take Arizona. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. Kyler in this offense, um, they're going to put up a lot of points because the defense is putrid, as mm. we know. Wow. And I don't see any Dalton keeping up with the, the pace there. So I got Arizona. Well, I was going to take Arizona, but in the interest of winning the game, I will fade all of you guys because we them boys. And I just want to give a special shout out to the uh, um, to the scouting staff. Okay, that's all. Doing a fantastic job. They're doing a great job. They're picking guys up off the street because uh, they can't keep anyone healthy. So we'll we'll go with the Cowboys here by a field goal. Oh, we didn't even mention that they they signed Garrett Gilbert. Did we talked about that already no, last week? We did not. No, we, we have not. not. Shout to the scouting department. You picked up my my arch nemesis, <laughs> That's Gary what you're Gilbert. At. 
You know, he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. I, I put the um, the blame of, of Texas faltering starting in 2010 squarely on his shoulders. Squarely. I don't know if you can blame one guy. I, I am. It's wild because, um, you know, he did pretty well when he came to the hilltop. Maybe it's something in the water down here. He did terrible <laughs> in Austin. The bagels are better on the hilltop. <laughs> That's what y'all call it, the hilltop? The hilltop. High up on the hilltop. You know, the hilltopper was the mascot of the college I graduated from. Oh, I'm, for some reason I was thinking WK St. Edwards were hilltoppers? Edwards hilltoppers, yeah. Oh, okay. What does that even mean? I thought they were just the called goat? adjacent to Walmarters. Because oh. we're the goat. We're not. We're not the goat. But it's a goat. Okay. It's niche. It is up Austin. high on a hill. It is, yeah. It's Highest point in Austin, isn't it? I don't think I that's that true. belongs to Mount Penny? Bunnell. Oh, but perhaps in South Austin. Uh, It's the highest. An Uber driver told me some shit. He's probably lying. <laughs> like the lying most ass. weed consumed <laughs> in, yeah. in Austin? <laughs> <laughs> probably something. Um, Hey, you used a great word earlier. Putrid. Putrid. Yeah. You know... That's a word that maybe you could find when you're using Grammarly. You know why? Because there's more to clear effective communication than just catching spelling mistakes. Uh, Me, sometimes when I'm writing emails to friends, to clients, you know, anybody. Written me an email. I don't like you. I find myself like being like, no, there's a better way to word this sentence. And that is why Grammarly is so helpful. Grammarly Premium. It gives you real-time feedback and insights to help you elevate your writing through tone, word choice, clarity, and more. The tone the tone one is, is big for me. If I'm like... You like, do come off very blunt. If I'm like, Randy, the internet in the office is too slow, dude. You got to fix it. You got quadruple the upload let's speed. Get it, let's get like 4X on that speed. <laughs> He's like, damn, why is it coming at me? Stuff like that. Be helpful. Yeah. You right. need it. You're very direct, which I respect about you. But to people it's who don't know you. Yeah. I just, you know. Yeah. We'll check this out. Grammarly Premium It's giving you real-time insights live real-time insights and guidance on tone word choice clarity and so much more you can communicate clearly and confidently i've added it i'm assuming so all easy that, you guys that's what too. i like about you just yep. add it to chrome and anytime you start typing grammarly is there it helps me tremendously on micah's read of the week the newsletter oh i didn't even think about that oh, we're it's doing helping you during ad reads that's okay i'm sure, I'm sure our sponsor will it, love that it weirdly fits thank you <laughs> What's your favorite feature? Does it help you with words or like? Uh, I like the. the <laughs> like He's really bad at spelling. I know that. So <laughs> that, it does help there. Vocabulary um, suggestions. I like tense those. is always something that I can kind of struggle with. I like to be uh, uniform on my tense, and Grammarly helps with that. Yeah, it's always it's nice to have that safety net for every email I write. I've got it loaded up. Uh, right now, Grammarly, we got a we got a special offer here. Grammarly.com slash bang. Again, Grammarly.com slash bang. That's going to get you 20% off Grammarly Premium. How about that? Pretty good deal. Do it. Level up your writing for work, school, or in personal projects. Premium features include advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. It's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. Again, Grammarly.com slash bang. Bang! Hit the hit the sounder, Dave. Oh, you don't think I will? Bang! Hey, real quick before we talk college football, Vander Esch is active tonight. I call him LVE. Well, I'm just gonna call him Leighton Vander Esch. Yeah, just many that's all right. Like, whatever. College football, mm-hmm. shall we? We shall. Um, 
It was an okay weekend. I watched some games out in public. What was that scene like? Um, Bar- it was pretty crowded. Woodrow's, tables, Woodrow's outside. Tables were distanced. So. Tables were very far away. Um, a lot of A&M folk making their presence felt. Mm. Um, we watched uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas with some Ole Miss fans, Brett and his Sigov, as he would call her. And uh, <laughs> the, the results did not go well. No. It was very tough. It Mega tough team. But, yeah, what are your thoughts? Michael, you watch a lot of football. Uh, I did watch a lot of football on Saturday. There was only there, as we mentioned, there was only one game between ranked teams. That was Bama, Georgia, and I mean, I hate to say I told you guys so, but I believe my my take before the game was that Georgia, starting a former walk on, doesn't have the dynamic player at quarterback that you need to compete at the highest level in college football. And Bama poured it on in the second half, outscoring Georgia twenty one zero in the second half to win the game forty one twenty four. Bama is good. Really, really good, really mm-hmm. scary. Mac Jones is a stud. I mean he looks like a legitimate Heisman trophy contender on that team. Sure. I don't know if you plugged him in with Vandy if he's gonna take them to the top of the SEC, but with this but team a, an all NFL future NFL line, it's helpful in it, the it's Bama quite offense. helpful. And yeah. wide receivers. And having yeah, yes. exactly. And plus Najee Harris, who's still there, mm-hmm. uh, to toss the football, to, uh, you know, hand the football off to. Uh, Bama's very good. So you were not impressed by SB4? And I was not. Okay. Uh, That's Stetson Bennett, the fourth. It's a terrible name. Great name. I call him Stet. You don't call him Stet. Like, dude, check the Stets on Stet. I watched some of the Clemson game. Um, they absolutely destroyed Georgia Tech. Did you? They certainly did. Seventy-three did to seven. Did you take Georgia Tech on that one? <laughs> no. He's looking no, at no, 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 I no, have no room not, to talk. I no, was I, say not in that game. No, I think I, I did. Oh. I think that's oh, one of the two I missed. Okay. They actually. destroyed Georgia Tech. I was loud wrong about that. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence had four hundred yards passing and five touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, didn't they play um, like both backups and then they played like a fourth guy who like took a couple quarterback snaps in high school or something who's their punter they brought like you that. out there was that clemson who did that yes I, I make it yeah okay. clemson hung 52 in the first half we and did then, not pick the game to be clear okay and they still outscored georgia tech 21 nothing in the second half yeah. just running out third and fourth stringers has Dabo been proven right on everything he's ever said like i feel like i feel like his 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 covid takes are all like now yeah, it's I like say covid would be the the glaring weakness there well like does has his team had a, an outbreak or anything I, I well, I so not not during report, the season. I so thought they had some preseason. I feel like they have some sort of like immunity they've developed, like a combination of just like uh, I don't know, maybe some. I'm not going to get into it. Never yeah, mind. let's let's not do that. <laughs> uh, the the big surprise this week was uh, number five North Carolina losing at Florida State in a game that seems inexplicable. As with as bad as Florida State's been all season, Florida State also did not score in the second half and still won. Uh, I might uh, say the big surprise was was that Nick Saban was the coach on the sideline for Bama, but then again, was it really that surprising? Because well, we did our show Thursday. He had tested positive right before yes. our show Thursday night. And apparently he How many t- times leading up to the game? Three different times leading up to the game. I guess it was po- first positive was Wednesday, and they Including said day of. three uh, 24-hour day of tests. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and he was negative in all three. Most people, normal people, would have been like, man, even if that one positive test is like an anomaly, like it's not worth the risk. I'm infecting other people, you know, because I mean, I like being a good human. But now he's got to get down there and coach them up. 
why didn't he Hugh freeze it and like coach from the booth? <laughs> yeah, it's not absolutely necessary that he stands on the sideline. It's the worst like example. Like he's all world coach, all time Hall of Fame. Everything he's done with Alabama is impressive and quality. But his ability to like manage and delegate like in a respectable way bugged the absolute shit out of me. Like, you know, dog cussing your coaches in public and stuff like if you can't communicate effectively when under pressure in that in that way, A, get grammarly. B, nice. like, fucking go take a Tai Chi course or something. But he could have done that whole course <laughs> or that whole game from up in a booth. Joe Paterno's done it. Yeah, we're not going to go down that alley. But oh, there are options to ha- be a head coach from not on the sideline, potentially yeah. you know, causing further issues. I mean, yeah. Hugh Freeze literally coached a game from a hospital bed. So <laughs> literally. And uh, one. Also, and one. Hugh Freeze <laughs> – Freeze beat Syracuse. Big win, yeah, big win for Liberty. Liberty. Liberty is not. <laughs> don't sleep on Liberty. Uh, a lot of people are probably sleeping on Notre Dame after they put up 12 points against Louisville. Number four team in the country, Notre Dame, right? Yeah, against uh, one and four Louisville. Three now. Three? Ohio State is four. Wait, did they pull that game out? They won 12 to seven. Okay. That sounds exciting. You can't be a top five team if you're only putting up 12 points. Nope. Can't do it. Got Got to score some touchdowns. Uh, and then, as we, you mentioned, the Aggies are out in full effect. I did see – I literally saw a piece in the Houston Chronicle today about how Aggie fans think they're they're going to – they have playoff aspirations after beating Mississippi State 28-14. Mississippi State, who put up two points the week prior. Mm-hmm. Let's just be clear. And their defense kept them in the game the entire time. Like, A&M was in control of the game, but they never pulled away. It was like a two-touchdown game from for a long – you know, yes. it, was, it was there – you would expect a Mike that that's like a, a ten point lead in basketball for a Mike Leach team. Like that can be clear, you know, a normal team. I know he's getting acclimated. But. He benched uh, KJ uh, Costello and put in a, a true freshman who finished out the game and actually who got them on the score offensively because the only other touchdown they had was a defensive like a fluky pick six. But Very strange pick six. Ball flew backwards like twenty yards. Yeah, what was that? I don't. Know. So explain to me. Texas A&M is now seventh. They beat who? Florida? Florida. Who beat Ole Miss? Correct. But Ole Miss is great, and it's quality. Ole Miss is And trash. that's what put Florida at number four. <laughs> and so A&M beating Florida is now seven. K- KJ, let me just say this. <laughs> it's SC- never going to stop. SEC football, bro. So, okay. Well, yeah, dude, you wouldn't understand. Half the country means more, I guess. Half the country also isn't playing yet. So yes. the, these, these rankings are insane. Basically, there's yeah. no reason we should pay any attention to them. Uh, two other SEC football notes while we're talking about South Carolina beats Auburn for the first time in like 34, ga- 34 years or I something. Auburn oh, no, was great. No, I think it was longer than that. I think it was something. Crazy. Is South Carolina the 1933 one? There was one that w- yeah, either Kentucky defeated Tennessee like. for the first time. Oh, maybe Probably it was Kentucky guess. defeated Tennessee at Tennessee for the first time in 34 years. But South Carolina beat Auburn for the first time since 1933, I think. Yeah. Which seems f- crazy. I guess uh, South Carolina is one of the newer schools in the SEC, but you think they would still. Uh, you know. Both those games upsets. Uh, Tennessee, who what? we talked a lot about and how they were actually pretty good, stink. Check, check Twitter. Uh oh. While you're checking Twitter, I will continue what? to rant about check rankings Twitter. that don't matter. So, Dave. <laughs> oh my God. We have breaking news from a minute ago. Dude, someone got. Oh my god! And this looks to be this appears to be totally legit. Someone got Dave's face tattooed on his on his arm. No, 
Not even Mustache Dave. <laughs> he, he can add that in later if he wants to. Can, can we get this to Randy? I'm going to need to see this. Dude, I know this guy. Or I know he's a frequent. This guy interacts with us all the time. His name's Jordy. Oh, no. I thought this was going to be Aztec guys. Jordy Nelson? Off. Randy, this is this, unbelievable. This is going to take me a minute to, to, to make happen. Okay, dude. I'm so, I, Dave, I thought it was, I, dude, there was a number of things racing through my head the way you were reacting right there. This is a big moment for you. Can't live up to this, Randy. I'm trying, man. I can't get this. My, my computer sucks. Now I that can't. I think of it, what is the tweet? My face Where, is on somebody's thigh. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, my face along with six other guys around this guy's face, in like spring break 2007, is on a gentleman's thigh. I will find that photo uh, by next week going or on. by Thursday. I have many questions. But, I've got uh, a lot. This is unbelievable. Things are moving very quickly here. On there's the a podcast. whole lot going on in the room. Uh, <laughs> All right, Randy, I'm sending you Last the Last point I wanted to right make now. about the rankings I'm while sorry, we're digging here. Sorry I is, interjected. Uh, but. Yeah, Oklahoma is State is ranked number six. They've they, beaten Tulsa. They haven't played in like three weeks. Exactly. Not all their fault, but. Not all their fault, but still. Uh, and then the last team that's just driving me mad. What I'm trying to get at is BYU's 5-0. and Their quarterback looks legitimate. They should be ranked in the top ten. And right now they're 12th. I mean like top seven, top five, somewhere up there. Until some of these other teams play, Penn State's at eight, Ohio State's at five. We have I've, I've, that's the, all the vamping I can get you on uh, rankings complaints. That was pretty good vamping there. Yeah. Well, let me say this: we had ourselves a little discussion. Um, we alluded to it earlier. Oh, and I think we can just hop in right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. And I, I'm sorry that this upsets you. I, I thought you were going to punch me for a minute there. Oh, this, this discussion. We're talking, you're talking about Ellinger, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, this morning I said that Ellinger was better than Shane Bouchel. Sam Ellinger, that is, the quarterback of the Texas Longhorns, talking about Shane Bouchel, the quarterback of the SMU Mustangs. Of course, Cage is a big SMU guy, and he uh, disagrees with me, which is fine. We can have a healthy discussion about it. Don't uh, big shame me, Micah. Um, there's a history, SMU guy who's there's a a big history fan. of highly touted, highly recruited um, Texas quarterbacks leaving and going to SMU and then having just just all the success maybe not at SMU but Super Bowl ring successful in my opinion yeah, yeah. Garrett Gilbert Garrett Gilbert he did okay at SMU if I recall he didn't he, he, he put was, up he put some numbers yeah Michelle's eclipsed him eclipsed him he's got better athletes around him now I think he's got a way better yeah, look SMU is a players. good football team don't get me wrong um I just you know um Sam Ellinger is a better quarterback. We were arguing who the best and quarterback look, in Texas was. Look, as a what look, college quarterback? I know that like I'm a Texas fan. It's like oh he's just going yeah. to do it. But I, I I hope people have figured out by now that I'm a very honest Texas fan. Okay. When Texas sucks, I say Texas sucks. If they have a shitty quarterback, I say Suck. I say that their quarterback is shitty. Sam Elling, Sam Ellinger is a good a really good college quarterback. I don't think he's gonna have a, a, a strong NFL career. He's gonna he's gonna get a look in the NFL. He's not gonna have a big time career. He didn't have a big time arm. But his arm is light years better than Shane Bouchelle's arm. That's just strange because Texas has had like a top 15, top 10 recruiting class for the last five, 10 years consecutively, maybe top 20, some of those years when they've fallen off. So you would think they've had you know better weapons around them. I'm just going to go, uh, if we're just going off passing yards, it's a terrible stat to judge quarterbacks by. Shane Bouchelle, number two. Number one is not Sam Ellinger. Uh, let's see. Total offense. SMU, number three. Texas, not in the top ten. Like, I would say that you're dealing with two, di two different offenses, but Tom Herman Texas is a State. noted offensive quarterback. North Texas. SFA, what, who's that? 
quality Texas Memphis. human being players. Human Tulane. <laughs> These are the schools that SMU has played thus far this season. Okay. All right. Hold on, Dylan. Put it away. Dude, Dylan. <laughs> My chains, the chainsaw's coming out. Um, We're playing with players, an offensive line, and a running back, and our tools are the same against as Texas those teams State, that we play. Though, against Texas State. He didn't even and have a good game North that Texas. game. Okay, he ran up the score there. He had like 500 yards that game. Look, Shane Bouchelle is a is a good college quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He is, and he's doing a great job for SMU. I will say at the end of the year, when their stats are combined, the last two years, Shane Bouchelle will have probably eclipsed Sam Ellinger's stats by 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. Let's not forget. And not forget. We'll probably have 10 fewer, we- 10 fewer receptions. Let's not forget that Ellinger is a dual-threat quarterback. He runs the ball. Only need one threat. What if that one threat? Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, we'll see in the gallery furniture bowl this year probably. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, come on. They, well, Texas you? stinks. Are they, I'm not going to, you know, Texas stinks. Ellinger is not going to be like a, a legit NFL prospect, but he is a really good college quarterback. I, I would He's a tough agree. competitor. He's a tough guy. Um, Give me Ellinger's uh, – Desire to play Desire for Texas. Desire to win and just, like, how intense he is in Shane Bouchelle's body. Or, like, you combine the body. two. Uh, no, no, no. Let me put this differently. Shane Bouchelle's his skill. Small. His skill at throwing the football. I think he's a better passer of the ball. I think the numbers mm. prove that. They back that up, as KJ notes. I may uh, be an additional level of bias, being that Shane Bouchelle also went to the same high school I did. Boo so there's, like, levels Bouchelle. of, like, uh, yeah. I, my opinion li- is not going to be. Dave likes him because old man played for the Rangers. And one Steve. of the all-time greats, Steve. third baseman, Steve. one of the true all-time greats, the old Arlington Stadium. Let me say this: I got no we're gonna do Mullen, or we can do this picture first, because I'm eager to see this picture. Let's also, if let's also, ready, we can rock let me it. also point out that uh, Shane Bouchelle had the starting position at Texas. He had the head start on him. The same program, and his job was taken by Sam Ellinger. How well has this decision worked out for Texas? I'm just saying, <laughs> he took his J. He got hurt. No he took his J. <laughs> no one is calling it that. And it, I'm pretty it sure forced Bouchelle to right? transfer. A good move transferring, but he was forced to transfer. It's because Tom Herman knew he could just run him into the ground. Did Texas win that game yeah, against Notre right. Dame? Is that that was the last like Shane Bouchelle big win, right? Yeah, that was when like Notre like, Dame, week two? another inexplicable, oh, highly ranked Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, that's when team. Texas jumped from like unranked to top ten. Texas oh, is back. Yeah. Texas is back. And and they was. lost to like. That's where the whole Texas is back shit started. Yeah, Gus, yeah. Gus Johnson <laughs> at the end of the game just goes, "Texas is back." Oh God, yeah. he does. Coming not to a board miss. soon, uh, a board near you soon. A lot more Gus Johnson needs to be in our, in our lives. Do we have the photo, Randy? Oh my! God. Oh, whoa! Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, that's that's Dave. That's Dave. That's a real tattoo, and you can tell because he has other real tattoos right next to it. It looks like he might be in the parlor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. He is. I've never it's been in a tattoo parlor. Fun fact about me: I have been. Yeah, that's yeah. great work. Yeah, they did a great job with it. Um, I Ricky. don't know how to respond, Jordy. Look, have you read the caption of his tweet yet? Uh, no. It, it's touching. I'll say that. It's sure. Touching. Please, please share. Uh, okay. Oh man, what a very nice. They night. say you've made it when someone gets you tattooed on them. Thanks for all you guys have done for my mental health. Been there through some shit times to get me laughing. Love you boys. And then he adds the three of us plus circling back pot. Wow. Very touching. Jordy. Wow. They look at you dead, man. His uh his bio says recovering douchebag, which is very, it is real real close. You to should home. mention this self deprecation. Volch bro. Volch bro. V O L C H 
B-R-O. This will only enhance his, his followers. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm legitimately, nice. legitimately jealous that, that your face is on there and mine's not. But you Your know. face has been on a few. I don't get it. Um, well, every, Dave's everyone's favorite. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> what? No, nothing. On a few backers? Is that what you're going to say? No, that's not what I say. <laughs> a lot of people would be jealous of word. This is an honor, David. This is impressive. It's I'm, very I'm nice. Je- I'm major jail. It's very nice. It's a good photo of me, I guess. I look kind of miserable, but <laughs> it's fitting. I think you owe it to this guy <laughs> that uh, the next meetup that's within a state's range of this gentleman, uh, you know, you got to get a photo with this guy's tattoo. That has to be a goal. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I would like that. I, I still am just caught completely off guard. I don't think I'm worthy of such a tribute, but I will I will wear it as a, a symbol of uh, the Wash Media Empire. I'll contribute to the GoFundMe to get this guy to the next meetup. Light and uh, board. Yeah, make that picture we could probably happen. make that happen. That's that's huge. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was I was just gonna think out loud, but I never mind. Okay. Wow. You want to talk about Dan Mullen's wife? Sure. So, last week, Dan Mullen gets beat by Texas a I've already complained about this. The Kellen Mond game is the- someone referring to. <laughs> and the house that Mond built. Uh, post-game, because Texas A&M had about 30,000 fans in, in the stadium, and they were loud, and student section was quite close. Um, hmm. They didn't get kicked out, did they? Definitely not. Dan Mullen in his post-game interview, basically said, you know what, we've got LSU next week, referring to this past weekend. I really hope we can just fill up the swamp. I want 90000 in there. The governor just said no restrictions on uh, uh, capacity in stadiums. Makes Let, let's make it happen. The athletic director immediately said that's not happening. The following week or following days, Dan Mullen gets popped with a positive COVID test. In addition to several of his players, game gets postponed. So, you know, a little bit of karma there. Ha, ha, ha. In the comments and the ats uh, in response to that story going out, people reminded me and the rest of us uh, that Dan Mullen's wife has a pretty unique tradition when the players get off the bus. And I had to see it to believe it. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, is she she just bringing him in for, like, the up close and, and personal, like, she looks like she's doing, a no, she's doing a nose-to-nose thing, which she's, used to have a name, but I don't think he can say it anymore. She's clearly kissing her husband in the first image up there, but the rest of them, she's, there's no like lip-to-lip action. It's just, she's just bringing it in. She's still too close. She's in the zone. She, she's invading personal space. I don't want sure. anybody that close to me. Like The dude on the top right is kind of like the, doing the, the head. <laughs> Eskimo kiss? Yeah. He's <laughs> no, doing the, he's saying, doing the like. You say that anymore. Oh, it's I'm okay. sorry. No, in, it's indigenous okay. Northwestern He looks uncomfortable is what I'm saying. That's pretty good. He's got his beats on. There's a couple underrated parts of this photo Damn. to be the guy that's going to screenshot and zoom in on photos in the group text. Dan Mullen's hunch when kissing his wife is very uncomfortable. Yeah, Shoulder not, grabs are uncomfortable. Very odd. But also the uh, police officer in the bottom left photo is quite vascular. Let's see this. He, he is carrying a piece with his guns. Wait, uh, to the left of your hand, Micah. Keep going. Left of your hand. That's also the right. Oh, damn. Oh, there you okay. go. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Get that fucking a... shoulder arm combo. He's huge, too. He looks like Shaq when Shaq dresses up like a cop. But her bringing him Big in dude. for a caress. Yikes. Uh, can I just say something um, uh, completely off topic? 
I'm so bummed that I was never a college athlete, mainly because I would love to have a photo of me getting off of a bus in sweats with beats on my head, like in a in a <laughs> in a way that like nobody's really wearing them, like they're just, they're just kind of tilted off to the back, and like this that's how, all I want. This is how I wear my headphones on the live stream, actually. It really is. Mm-hmm. I'm. So we think Dan Mullen's wife is patient zero. Hey, there's a good chance here, and I will f- for sure. I've never thought about this search, but you know, coach's wife is an interesting you know, Boolean search to throw in some places. So I'll have to look into this later. That bottom left pit looks like a scene from oh, the okay. like, the Notebook or something. <laughs> look at that. She's like, it's you know sensual, I mean? very tender. Yeah, like it makes me feel like I'm not kissing my wife as closely as she's like embracing these people. Right. Dude, she's just gassing up the lads. <laughs> I need to Photoshop these into like the first dance of weddings. Dude, like, <laughs> dude, if you're not if you're not rubbing noses with your with your buddy's wife, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what's the point of this? Oh, she's got the juice. I love it. Man. Okay. Um. All right. We wish them well. Go off, Queen. Do we know if Baylor's playing this week? Are they they're still. Co- I don't know. I think Texas plays. Think Tex- Wait, is that this weekend? Uh, they've had so many games postponed between them and Oklahoma State. I, I cannot. Keep I want to say Texas plays Baylor, but I could be, I could be making that up. It's either this week or next. That's some college football for you. Halloween. Uh, we Baylor got, is well, actually, we got Tech OU Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Mm. In yeah. Lubbock at night. Is it in Lubbock? I don't know. I'm I just. Ho- I'm hoping. Really so. hope it is. The big scheduling note next week is the return of the Big Ten. Right. Yes. So, okay, that'll give us some more content. You have Baylor. Baylor Texas. is at Texas. Yep. Sorry to interrupt you. Two thirty oh, on Saturday. Yep. And Bringing then the COVID uh, down I thirty five. Let's go. You have it's TCU rivalry at Baylor for uh, Halloween. Ooh. Well, Baylor's offense is really bad. So cool. Shouldn't end well. Built different. Um, Major League Baseball, guys. We know who's going to be in the World Series. I don't know if you've seen this. The yes. Dodgers. And the Rays, formerly the Devil Rays. Meaning either the cities of Tampa Bay or Los Angeles will have two world champions in, what, a month's time? Yeah, man. Wow, this is tough. I, I didn't even think about the L.A. angle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I mentioned on Twitter, I've muted most of uh, Tampa Bay, <laughs> anyone who follows me. Damn. But... I I don't hate that they they won that. I think most people um, outside of Houston are rooting against the Astros. Anytime yeah. a city that no doesn't offense, traditionally Michael. have like a rich history of titles, whenever they win one, I'm like, okay, good for them. But if Boston wins, I'm like, fuck those fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. The Dodgers haven't won a World Series since like '88, and because they have Kershaw, I am pulling for them. But they have the you know the Lakers who have they do a rich but history, like, but. It's such a weird fandom town where it's it like a lot of their, you know, a lot of their fans don't even live there. Yeah. Um, a lot of their fans are just LeBron fans, which I get. Um, yeah, that was a the Astros won three in a row and forced a game seven. And I did not have any faith in the race. I, don't I thought anybody it was did. I that. Other than like the, the guy they were throwing, Morton is like pretty sick. Like, I, I thought for sure that, like, the Astros had just – they were that team. If you believe in momentum, like, they had it. Can I – oh, go ahead, Don. Nope, Mike could go. I'm about to go off topic. 
So why don't you finish your thought? <laughs> I thought you were going to give us uh, some Astros insight as the lone fan on the pod. I will say on sorry to interrupt. On this series, it's, it's good like, though. As month long, Randy Rosarina fans, like diehard month long fans, ground floor, ground floor, some might say. I I'm excited to see what he does. However. I don't know that I've personally appreciated how exciting it is to watch Bellinger and Mookie Betts. Like, as a team, the Dodgers are just very exciting to watch. They're a fun team. Even they're a big market team, like, they don't have any of that baggage that, like, oh, LeBron's won too much or, oh, AD is just, you know, unlikable in any kind of way. Definitely not Dwight Howard. Like, it's hard for me to look at the the Dodgers and be like, damn, they are fun if I was a fan of that team. With Mookie and and Bellinger – yeah. Two guys you mentioned, that's the all-swag team. Those guys that have so much swag. Mookie Betts had a series in the outfield. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And Bellinger with that, I guess it was the bottom set, bottom of the seventh when he hit that go-ahead home run. Just a no-doubter. How do you feel it. if you're a Red Sox fan what? and they just gave up on Mookie Betts for how? some reason? Like, how? That's got to make – and you just watch him ball out – it's that crazy. He's very, very good. He's very good on the biggest stage possible. It's not like it's not like you're a, a Tampa fan, and you you know your team and your market can't afford this guy. Like pay the dude his money. Tampa, by the way, uh, has the 28th highest payroll in baseball. They beat the team with the number with the Yankees, which has the highest payroll, and the Astros with the third highest, and the Dodgers have the second highest. So if they were to win, be, run the table, that'd be pretty impressive. That's an impressive run. Micah, yeah. have you been taking in some Houston sports talk radio? What's the what's the general feel like? I have hey, not. we're proud of the guys for battling <laughs> back, or is it like, what are we going to do about Springer? We got it Correa seems, coming up in twenty twenty one. It seems like this is the end of of this run. Uh, the team is going to change pretty dramatically. Oh, um, no. So we'll see. <laughs> it's been a good run for. Look on a Astros personal crap. note. I'm sorry to say this. I was very happy to see the Astros lost. You don't have to be sorry to say it, um, dude. It's amazing what. It's just kind even, of a bummer. The team was so likable. Three years ago, like they played with emotion, who, who they were was? fun. The Astros, f them, and now <laughs> it's all it's all it, now they're they AJ, deserve whatever to be hated. And they them. absolutely did not deserve to to win this series. Well, and they didn't. And um, trash can scandal, not even factoring that into this, but like looking at their team, like they do have likable guys. George Springer's objectively a good guy. Altuve was super likable. Was super likable. He's a, he's last a tiny year. man. He's a tiny man. tiny man who just hit the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Now he can't hit very well. Correa was Weird. always uh, – and Correa and uh, Bregman. Bregman's the one who once DM'd a guy I actually have kind of know. He's a T-State guy. He he tweeted something about Bregman, like about they should trade Bregman for pitching. This is like two or three years ago. He DM'd him and was like talking shit to him in his DMs. And then Bregman deleted his Twitter. But, like, yeah, I was like – Pettiness. Dude, yeah, that's so I petty. Think, I think what pisses me off the most about the cheating thing is that they were directly affecting people's livelihoods. Like you were just getting shelled. You were and making sent yourself down. more valuable, and you were making the pitchers who you were shelling less valuable on the open market. As someone that who's pisses, been shelled, it's not fun. That pisses me off. Big gonna time. get an Oak Cliff Bible. OCBF <laughs> just absolutely ruined my career. Uh, know you know what I'm saying? Game. That pisses yes. me off. One of those people being former Ranger great, I would say. Name is Escape. You Darvish. Yes. Yeah. You. that Who was apparently tipping his bastard. pitches, but how how truthful is that? I asked Randy to get this up on the fly because <laughs> uh, I am absolutely distraught how 
over how sm- much of a smoke show Tyler Glass now is. I'm sorry <laughs> to cut in with this. That's a hot dude. God, look but, at his uh, hands. They're huge. This dude hands. is six foot eight. Great lettuce. He's uh, one of the pitchers for the Tampa uh, for Tampa Bay. And if you have no interest in uh, this series at all, or dislike baseball, or don't give a shit, I will say this might be the most attractive matchup. Yeah, uh, Bellinger, good looking dude. Bellinger's a stud. Lucky Betts, man. you know, good looking dude. Follicle challenge, but good looking guy. Got one of the prettiest swings in baseball too. He does that too. What if? Do you think anybody was watching that game last night and called that Bellinger home run on Twitch? Oh yeah. Did you, you hear about this? I did not. We were twitching. I was playing with. Uh, Playing some Warzone with with Davey over here, and as well as uh, Randy, T Bone, and J Bone, the two Bones, the Bone Brothers. <laughs> Did not know we were going T Bone, but okay. We had the game on, and Dave was on like a thirty second delay. I want to say he was like two pitches YouTube behind. YouTube TV, gotcha. He was two pitches behind, and uh, Bellinger was up, and we were talking. About, I put in the call. We were talking about the at bat, and Dave, yeah, he said he. Didn't directly say, but he implied that Bellinger would be going deep in this at bat. Do you know? Remember the? Do you remember the the old uh, the Ranger bit that Tom Grieve and I was Josh Loon like, all right, I'm putting in the call here, and it yeah. was it was they were predicting home run. It was it was kind of a bad but, bit because it obviously it only hit like one out of every twenty times. But I was like, I'm putting in the call here for Bellinger. He said it directly as it happened on the TV I was watching, live. and I was wow. live, and he was behind a little bit, so he called it before it happened in Your his cool. in his house, but in my house. Right as it happened, he called it. It was pretty mm-hmm. wild. I had a buddy in our group text who like called the sixth inning as when it was going to get interesting after for the Astros game seven, uh, and it was probably the second inning. And he called. It. He's like, I think things will pick up around the sixth, and that's when like the Astros made their push. Obviously, they didn't come back and win. But baseball, uh, it'd be you know that's the way baseball go. Man, I'm sad for Wash. We don't get Wash in Arlington uh, for the, the World Series. That is the bummer about the Braves losing out. Ron Washington, back. former Rangers manager, is the third base coach Yeah, for Los Braves. And uh, it would have been great to have him uh, back in town. Quick story on him. Very likable coach or manager. Was the manager during 2010 and 2011, their runs at the World Series. Uh, left town pretty hastily rumors around i mean he had already gotten busted for like doing cocaine while being the manager while right. josh survived Hamilton that and brought him to the world series yeah, survived that what got him out of town we don't know we don't need to speculate i won't speculate it may be some extra there's been speculation stuff with uh beat reporters or a beat reporter Ooh. specifically so hard to say reporting can on i beat. can i share a, a tweet from the president of the united states that's related to baseball oh, please dr tony fauci says he won't al- we won't allow him to do television, yet I saw him last night on 60 Minutes, and he seems to get more airtime than anybody since the late, great Bob Hope. All I ask of Tony is that he makes better decisions. He said no mask and let China in. Also, bad arm! Exclamation mark. And then a follow-up tweet. P.S. Tony should stop wearing Washington Nationals mask for two reasons. Number one, it is not up to the high standards that he should be exposing. Exposing is actually what he wrote here. Number two... It keeps reminding me that Tony threw out perhaps the worst first pitch in the history of baseball, exclamation mark. Wait, he really tweeted that? This uh, from 44 minutes ago, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. He, the president hasn't tweeted anything about the actual World Series. He's on but fire. Tony Fauci's first pitch from two months ago is getting getting roasted today. <laughs> I bet he thought that was like in the past. Like No one's going to bring out that, that first pitch again. Jeez. Oh, man. That's funny. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'm going to share some things right now. 
I've been thinking about making some personal changes lately. Wanted to start by improving my self-care routine, KJ. The problem was I had no idea where to start, and then we found Hawthorne. Hawthorne's been on this pod before. They've been a sponsor in the Wash Media world for a while, and they're great. It's a premium tailored personal care brand that's making it easy for guys to feel and smell their best. You start with a quiz. Quizzes I know tight. what you're thinking. What? What? This isn't high school. I don't need a quiz. No, this quiz is quick and it's important. They ask things like, uh, I don't know, like, would you like this smell? Do you like that smell? It's just stuff like, what's your preferred alcoholic drink? Is it wine? Is it whiskey? Is it beer? Yeah. It's like a two-minute quiz, and they're fu- it's a fun little thing. It's all about you. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they tailor everything, the products, directly to your responses there. Yes. Which is fantastic. If you want to upgrade your self-care routine, Hawthorne is a fun and convenient way to get super high-quality products tailored specifically for your needs. The packaging packaging is great. We always uh, compliment that. They even take the risk out of it by giving you free shipping on your order and returns. If you don't like your products, They'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. How about that? Do what I did. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co. That's hawthorne.co. And please use promo code BANG Bang! and get 10% off your first purchase. Again, hawthorne.co. Promo code BANG, 10% off your first purchase. Check it out. Do you have the work on the or the play on today? What are you wearing? What's your scent? Sometimes I wear play to work, Dave. Mm. Okay. You cause you have been kind of playing a lot today. I play too much. That's a personal favorite of mine. You smell great. Thanks, Dave. You look good too. You've been using well, the facial stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Hawthorne.co slash or promo code bang, excuse me. You want to do some quick dips, including a uh quick hitting combat sports minute? Yeah, sure. Unless you got some more college football. No, no, no. We're I got it. Just so more you know, Trump I, tweets. I got to book it in about ten minutes to pick up the homie from school. Brian Ortega outlasts the Korean zombie. Will DeFreeze's favorite fighter. Your favorite fighter's favorite fighter at Fight Island. Brian Ortega had not fought in like almost two years since he got the shit kicked out of him by Max Holloway, which is that, that's not Max Holloway beats a lot of people up. He's a great fighter, but Brian Ortega's back. New skill set. Looked like a completely different fighter. Shaved his head. Still a hot dude, uh, and he just dominated this fight for five rounds. Yes. Impressive. A very impressive uh, five-round complete performance against the Korean zombie. Yeah. He's back. Uh, Who will not get knocked out, just to be clear. The Korean yeah. zombie is – he will keep coming forward. Yeah. He, he looked out of it, but I think he lived up to his name. He always does. Well, you know Will's the ca- Caucasian zombie. We've dubbed him. We've dubbed the him Caucasian out. zombie. Is Caucasian. Oh, Caucasian. okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> no, I'm the Texas Caucasian zombie. <laughs> Lopez Lomachenko. Teofima Lopez has done the unthinkable. He has beat Lomachenko, or as I call him, Loma, to become the youngest undisputed lightweight champ at 23. It was a unification bout. Uh, I watched this fight. So Loma's one of those guys, much like Bud Crawford, that's known for starting slow because they like to be like, oh, he's. He's just figuring out his opponent. He's downloading the information, and he's going to make the adjustments and get his timing. And it seemed like that was the case, but he literally gave around, gave away at least the first four rounds, just kind of not throwing punches, not moving forward or anything. Uh, by the time he turned it on, like I think he thought that Lopez would, have, would fade, and Lomachenko did turn it on, but Lopez was game. He's a power puncher. It didn't look like he hurt Loma at all. 
Um, but he definitely won the fight. Yeah. He absolutely Controlled won the it. fight, even though that there was uh, one scorecard that had it like uh, 119, 109 or something, and it was just inexplicable because it was definitely closer than that. Uh, 12th round might have been the deciding one for me because um, you had Loma winning pretty much every like 8 through 11. And I was thinking in my head, like, if he takes the 12th decisively, like, they're going to give it to him. But Lopez won the 12th round, and now uh, he's the new name in boxing. He's Pretty crazy. Everything you need as a boxer. You know, quickness, toughness, resiliency, and a loudmouth dad. So, yeah, keep an eye out for Lopez. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's next for Lomachenko. He's, like, he's a little uh, older. He's he 31, 32. I hope he gets a rematch. I'll watch it. But he's the Ukrainian guy that everybody – the cliches on him are – he grew up doing a traditional Ukrainian dance, and that's why his footwork's so crazy. Um, who knows? Uh, biggest news of the day, possibly. The great Doc, Doc Emmerich is retiring. Unexpected, to say the least. I hope everything's okay health-wise. Just completed a great NHL run. He, he did phenomenally throughout the playoffs. I found myself getting a little bit frustrated with him, mainly because, like, when you have a vested interest in like Yeah, he team, didn't care about Dallas. He, it didn't seem like he knew much about any of the storylines with Dallas. Um, whatever. He's, he's, he's objectively good. And he's a guy whose voice, if you're a casual fan um, like me, like I, I'll watch any Stars game, but I'm not watching a bunch of other games. But if Doc Emmerich's on the call on a, on a non-Stars game, I will tune in for it. So that's interesting. There's some breaking news. Let's hear it. The PGA Tour has officially announced the next – the match. Okay. The day after Thanksgiving, Phil will be partnered with Charles Barkley oh. versus Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. They should let me stand in for How Steph. How many strokes they give him? Format will be modified alternate shot play. Dude, that's not fair. Steph's actually decent. Okay, so you have one pro. One pro. Okay. I Not in on it? I hate these. <laughs> It's, you, it's, you've got to find something to fill the time. I, I I liked whatever foursome thing was happening in Branson. I don't know what that was in comparison, but I, I I've not enjoyed the the match. I can't wait not to tune into this. <laughs> oh, probably won't. I don't know. Phil might, Phil might be getting a little bit too much exposure, but whatever. I'm sure he'll hawk his coffee, and I'll I'll buy it. I'll try any coffee, <laughs> honestly. Uh, you got a two a note here, Dylan or uh, Micah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tua played the last two minutes of the uh, Dolphins game and got like a rousing ovation. Uh, The Miami fans were excited to see him, even though they kicked the shit out of, was it the Dolphins this week? Or the the Jets, Jets, yeah. Um, That was my uh, lock of the week, by the way. Big Mm -hmm. boy stacks. I was all over that one. Uh, What I thought was interesting, he completed two passes. He became the first left-handed QB to complete a pass since the 2015 season. Does anyone know who that quarterback is? I have, I a, I I have a guess. Matt Liner. Kellen Moore. Nope. Kellen Moore is the correct really? answer. Yes. I was going to say Dez. Go. I, I figured Vic was Let's the go. obvious one. Oh, good point. Didn't Dez have a left-handed touchdown? Uh, it Back does say left-handed quarterback. quarterback. So it, oh, so it, it had to. Okay. Could have been a left-handed Kellen player. Moore, I forgot about Kellen Moore being left-handed. Didn't, um, I always forget his first name. Landry of the Browns, he's left-handed too, right? He just threw a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Jarvis. Jarvis. Again, not a quarterback though. Right. Good. Freaking thought. Seems pretty wild. And then, the boys. Randy, if we could pull up this picture of yeah, boys. Tua then, after Very the game, cool. sat on the 15-yard line for like 10 minutes by himself. Apparently, he got his hip injured on the 15-yard line last year. Oh, no. 
So should. he I just posted up there in an empty, sta- empty stadium. Were you going to just roast him? No, I thought it was great. It it, it was it's like still great. Goosebumps. This is cool. But the whole 15-yard line thing, that bit makes it a little forced for me. I'm going to get it tatted. <laughs> what yard line would you get tatted? I, I don't know, Dave. <laughs> the plus 19. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> This is, I think this is cool. I, I agree. I agree. Sports um, have a you know have a way of. Uh, I got some issues with real, it. Touch, touch touch locker room. Sam Ellinger. Why isn't he I mean, in the locker room? I do want to. I do want to ask that question. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> look, how, look, how does he just sit on the field for ten minutes? Isn't the coach giving a speech? No, what look, how, look how clear the field is. Like this to me, this is well after like mm. locker rooms. Everyone's in the locker room. Media's cleared out. All that shit. Not long enough to let security guards go. It is sort of a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> shot, though, to be at a totally empty stadium. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's cool. It's touching. He's but. the only player that stayed out for the eyes of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> he did see, He did sit, though. This is cool. Okay. That was, a, that was a, a nice note, Micah. You want to run it back? Are you ready to run it back? I, I am. Let's run it back. Welcome to Run It Back, the segment in which we talk about what we already talked about. Hey, did you guys know that Cole Campbell is serving butt-cheek clappuccinos? <laughs> Uh, girl does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, your boy went six and two with the big boy stack last week. Okay. KJ is now known as Mocha Clappuccino since he brought it up the rear last week. Mm-hmm. Dylan hates a spike and likes getting off quick. I don't hate it. Do you like getting off quick though? Ah, of course. Answer the question. According to Dave, famed lumberjack Paul Runyon also played with Tom Brady. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> Kyler has probably come before. He's coming tonight to Cowboys Stadium. The bagels are better on the hilltop. Grammarly.com slash bang gets you 20% off Grammarly Premium. It's perfect. It's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out. It's, it's also value. perfect for Micah's Read okay. of the Week newsletter. Unbelievable. He got, got it in twice. Micah was, not, or, Micah was not impressed by SB4 last week, as Dave's calling Stetson. it. Stetson. The Stetster. The Stetzer. Uh, Nick Saban should get Grammarly or take a Tai Chi course or something to deal with his anger. Someone named Jordy got Dave's face tattooed on him. Shout out to Jordy. Dylan is a very honest Texas fan. I think so. Uh, KJ notes that you only need one threat. KJ also says we'll be able to see Sam Ellinger's dual threat in the galleryfurniture.com bowl this season. Dan Mullen's wife is very sensual. If you're not rubbing noses with your buddy's wife, what are you even doing? Fair. Tyler Glasnow is a six foot eight smoke show dude in a very attractive World Series. Dave is now known as the Texas Caucasian Zombie. Very confusing. <laughs> uh, and Tua was the only player to stay on the field for the eyes of Texas. That doesn't make any sense. And that concludes <laughs> Run It Back. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I was looking up photos of Dan Mullen's wife. Um, and? Just to see. Uh, just a very pretty lady. That's all. Does he have a... Ooh, is that his daughter? No. All right. All right, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to see what we were, what was going down here because there's many photos of her just... It is just not... can't uh, leave these young lads alone. It's not No H Shame November yet, so... Uh, I apologize. Still exposed here. All right, Dylan's got to get out of here. He's got to go pick up Parks. I didn't mean that, like, hurry up the pot. I mean, I might have to... Oh, no, early. we're done anyway. Okay. We're okay. good. You're good. I know. All right. You we're approaching get, the finish You got to go pick up Lil Peck. Lil Peck, man. Initial spell pack. Oh, okay. it's lit. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Y'all good? Fun episode. Oh, yeah. Anything Great. else? Nope. Good to be back. I will see you all Thursday night for the live stream, 6.30. Oh, Let's go. Thursday night.
YouTube.com slash watch media. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.